3: This is News Radio 740, KTRH, Houston. Live everywhere with the IHR. Now, the latest news, weather, and traffic. From the Gallery Furniture, made in America studios.
4: Good morning, 5 a.m. as we get started this morning here on Houston's Morning News. Share us off again today. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Cliff is in for her, by the way. Among our top stories this morning, at least this half hour, gaslighting your economic pain. It's not just the higher prices, it's dealing with more regulation. And coming up at 5.08, if they start dropping nukes, guess what one of the top cities will be as far as where they want to come and drop them? Details in the minutes ahead. You're in Houston's warning news. First, we're going to check out that morning drive. Sky Mike is off again today. Cat Cortez is in for him. Well, let's
5: take a look at the top of the map. We're going to go to the north side. We do have a stalled car. It's on that inside shoulder. your fast lane, so be careful getting around it. The 45, the North Freeway, northbound at Rankin. Also, we do have some road construction, and three lanes are shut down. I-45 northbound between 1488 and Crichton. And then one more stalled vehicle sitting out there, I-10, the East Freeway. Eastbound at Crosby-Lynchburg, and that's also on the inside shoulder has it shut down. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast windows 24 our traffic
4: center from our ktrh top tax defenders 24 hour weather center part of the today with a high temperature right about 67 uh we'll get the latest from the weather channel on the forecast here in about nine minutes temperature right now is 43 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. It is time now for the news. And for share again this morning is Cliff Saunders. Thank
6: you, Jimmy. 501 on KTRH. We're sponsored by Boost Infinite. Our top story this hour the economic gaslighting of America continues. Inflation coming down, job numbers remaining strong,
7: but people have got to feel it. And it's going to take time.
6: That's OMB director Shalanda Young on CBS trying to tell you that the economic pain you're feeling isn't real but inflation is still well above the federal reserve's goal of two percent the november numbers come out at 7 30. inflation is one thing tax is another but the biggest burden on your wallet regulation writer wayne cruz says hidden regulatory costs add up to about $2 trillion a year. And
8: that breaks down at the household level about 14000 a year. That's bigger than anything in the family's budget except for housing.
6: And it's only gotten worse under Joe Biden.
8: We've had the CARES Act, the American Rescue Plan, the Inflation Act, the Infrastructure Act, the Chips and Science Act. All of those big spending bills are also highly regulatory.
6: And he wants Congress to demand accountability from the, quote, administrative state. As for the president, he was in Philadelphia talking to firefighters and telling the same old lies about something that happened at his home 20 years ago. It also saved my home and my wife's life. Except it was a minor kitchen fire that was put out in less than 20 minutes. The U.S. House expects to vote tomorrow to formalize the impeachment inquiry into Joe. We'll have much more on that coming up at 530, where you'll hear from House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan. With Joe's approval numbers at an all-time low, top Democrats are divided over what his campaign strategy should be. Here's KTRH's Jeff Biggs. And Cliff, the consensus seems to be
9: more Biden bubble wrap to protect him
2: he is the president who has the lowest number of public press conferences public briefings, sit down interviews with media outlets compared to trump and it's not coincidental it's on an accident and so they will continue to shield him from the media and i think that is just going to be you know shooting themselves in the foot that is reporter
9: brianna lyman who wonders just like everybody else come 2024 will biden actually be the nominee
2: you know, Democrats within their own party are questioning whether or not President Biden is fit to run. Biden is just simply too old and doesn't have all his circles, right? So they not only have a problem with, okay, well, we can't pin this on the Republicans, but then I have an internal fight of Democrats.
9: And no matter which left-leaning poll you pick, they all have Biden losing
6: in a rematch with Trump. Thanks, Jeff. Republicans on Capitol Hill have denied so far the supplemental aid package to Ukraine that Biden wants until he does something to fix the border disaster. Texas Governor Greg Abbott hopes Republicans don't cave.
9: The Republicans hold the power position right now. They better not relent it. Uh, they better hold fast uh, and make sure they do not let up.
6: Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky is at the White House today with his handout for more cash as the Senate breaks for the holidays next week. The mayor of Chicago has started filing lawsuits against the bus companies contracted by Texas to take illegals to their city. Operation Lone Star over the last year has sent more than 22,000 illegals to the city of Chicago. It's 5.05. The calls for Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, to step down are getting louder after she refused to condemn the rising anti-Semitism on campus. Free speech was,
10: you know, a patriarchal uh, uh, thing of the past, but now suddenly they're all hanging on to free speech in order to justify their failure to do anything and say anything about people on campus who were calling for the death of Jews.
6: Legal scholar Alan Dershowitz, according to reports, Harvard has lost a billion dollars in donations over this. And as the fighting between Israel and Hamas continues, so to the anti-Israeli protests here in America.
11: Large protests here in New York rallied throughout the weekend and into Monday. The strike comes after the U.S. vetoed a United Nations Security Council resolution to stop the war on Gaza last week. Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., protesters there calling for a ceasefire chained themselves to the fence in front of the White House. Another group lay arm in arm across the floor of the Hart Senate office building.
6: That's Fox's Jackie Abanyas And more anti-Semitic incidents, police in New Haven, Connecticut, they're now investigating after a man hung a Palestinian flag on the city's Hanukkah menorah. 506 now. Despite inflation, 115.2 million Americans are expected to travel for the holidays. That's the second highest number on record and a 2.2% increase over last year. So if you're headed to an airport here in Texas over the next two weeks, you're going to have plenty of company.
12: Doug Shoop, spokesman with AAA Texas, says you will be in good company.
13: AAA Texas is projecting that 410,000 people in the Lone Star State will fly somewhere for the year-end holidays.
12: There are some strategies you can use to minimize the chances of disruption to your travel plans.
13: Early morning flights are less prone to delays and cancellations. Also, when booking your itinerary, look for non-stop flights to prevent getting stranded in a layover.
12: And perhaps his best tip, consider flying on Christmas or New Year's Day. I'm Stuart Nance, News Radio seven forty, KTRH.
6: And if you're driving gas prices across Houston today, check in at an average of two fifty nine a gallon. That's only ten cents cheaper than last December and about eighty cents more than you paid when Donald Trump left office. Finally, the Rockets lose to San Antonio 93-82. to 82. They host the Grizzlies tomorrow night. Coverage starts at 6 o'clock on Sports Talk 790. In for Shara today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's news weather and traffic station, News Radio 740 KTRH.
14: I take the Beltway uh, sometimes, and I also take the
3: West Park Toll Road. KTRH, time-saving traffic, next on the ten.
11: Sure. Don't they know it's the end of the world because you don't love me anymore.
4: Five oh eight is their time here in Houston's boy News. Can you imagine getting this assignment? You're working for um whatever publication and your editor comes to you and says, Hey, yeah, we'd like to do a story on how cities would fare. After a nuclear attack or during a nuclear attack. you you work that up for us? You know it's right before Christmas, right? <laughs> Who wants... <laughs> that's the reason... Nothing says
6: Christmas like nuclear Armageddon.
4: <laughs> no kidding. So, I mean, I, I took the clickbait on this. I had to. Daily mail is where it came from. You know, like poor, poor guy got assigned to do this story. Um, whoever... Uh, might be a female. See. Whoever... Stacey Liberatore is. She's the one that got stuck doing this story. So they she came up with a list of the most likely nuclear attack sites. Where would we be attacked? Why would we be attacked? And what are your chances of escaping? <laughs> and uh, here's the list. We'll start at the worst place to be. Washington, Arlington, Alexandria, Virginia. Of course, that's the nation's capital. That's Not a, a target. surprise. New, New York City, Newark. Jersey City.
6: Not a surprise. Not
4: a surprise. Number three, San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, California. I think they've already had some sort of Armageddon going on there, though. There's definitely something playing with their heads. Uh, Number four, Chicago, Naperville, Elgin, Illinois. Okay. Number five, Los Angeles, Long Beach. These are the big population centers, obviously.
6: Yeah, nothing. Is there something on this list that should surprise me?
4: Um, Well, you know, not really. Only if you think that it's kind of scary that Houston was ranked number six. Houston, the Woodlands, Sugarland, Texas.
6: But I'm, I'm, it, but, I'm, I'm but, not. I'm considering, not considering no, you know, the surprised. oil and gas around here. Exactly. I'm surprised L.A. is lower on the list than some other places, though.
4: Um, I, I think it has to do with a, a little bit of. Um, the, you mentioned the oil. I mean, there's got to be a strategic target for why any enemy would hit whatever particular city they want to hit. In the case of us, it would be they get rid of the oil refineries, right? So that we could manufacture oil. Uh, so you also made the top list. Seattle, Tacoma, Bellevue, Washington, a lot of shipping interest there. Um, Honolulu, Hawaii. Again, you know, the Pacific fleets there. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska, interestingly enough, came in number nine. And number what? 10, yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. They have something against the College World Series? They have, evidently, they have an Air Force base out there, which serves as the aerial command center in case nuclear war is begun. So there you go. They'd want to take that out. There you go. There you go. 510, time for traffic and weather together. Cat Cortez has better news than I do this morning. Go ahead.
5: Certainly do. You might feel like you're the only lonely out there, but we do have a wreck, and the left lane is blocked on 45, the North Freeway, northbound at Rankin. We have a stalled car. That one's sitting on the inside shoulder next to your fast lane, so just be careful because it is the East Freeway, eastbound at Crosby-Lynchburg, and one more stalled car. That's going to be your outside shoulder, 10 East Freeway, westbound at Magnolia. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-Hour Traffic
4: Center. From our KTRH, Top Tax Defenders 24-Hour Weather Center, back from a one-day hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Smith just, uh, e- just extending her weekend. Did you pick the right day to take off because it was, it was pretty yesterday.
15: Oh, good. Well, I didn't take it off on purpose. Uh, we had a little family emergency Sunday. So that was the reason I was not here yesterday. But everything's fine and the weather's fine. And uh, I'm looking at a pattern that looks familiar uh, like last week where we're dry most of the week. And then we got some rain on the weekend. So uh, enjoy this uh, sunshine, comfortable temperatures we've got through Thursday, mid to upper 60s today, tomorrow and Thursday, low to mid 60s. And then we start to get the rain over the weekend. Friday, a 60% chance of getting wet, low to mid sixties. And then Saturday, that's when the cold front shows up, a 50% chance of thunder showers and the temperatures appropriately colder, mid to upper fifties on Saturday.
4: Right now, 43 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH.
3: It's Houston's Morning News, brought to you by New South Window Solutions. Now, back to Jimmy and Shara, with the info you need to take on the day.
6: Well, I don't know why I
15: came here tonight. I got the feeling there's something right. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair get down the stairs clowns
6: to the left me Jokers to the right here i am stuck in the middle with
4: you evidently yeah, there's some college students who feel this way on the whole jewish genocide thing wouldn't you think it'd be pretty simple to get a college student to give you an opinion one way or the other even if one of the opinions was you know 100 dead wrong but there's a lot of them they don't know what to do they don't know what to say they're kind of stuck in the middle there they're, they're They're, they're playing it very, very close to the vest. Uh, and they're getting a lot of attention right now. In fact, because she resigned as president of Pennsylvania, UPenn, um, there's, she's the only one that has, UPenn's president has. There's been calls for MIT's president to lose their job. Nothing's happening there. Same thing with Harvard's president, but they've already said that they're not getting rid of her. Well, there might be a DEI component connected to that one. Considering the fact that she also cheated on a dissertation that she did for a doctorate. But at any rate, here is Sarah Carter got sent out to the campus of the University of Pennsylvania to talk to students about all this.
11: I'm standing right just outside the University of Pennsylvania, and it wasn't just the leadership that wavered on whether or not calls for genocide against the Jewish people violated the code of conduct, but a lot of students I spoke with today, Sean, they didn't know how to answer that very same question, and many of them equated calls for genocide as just someone else's opinion. Take a listen. It was very difficult for her and the others to talk about no, we do not accept genocide on campus as a form of speech.
1: Yeah, I think it's big news for a reason. I guess I haven't spoken it about it with too many people at campus and I don't really know how I feel about it.
11: Just because they're very scrutinized on a national level, I think right now, and whatever they say, there's probably gonna be a lot of commentary about it, so I think it was hard for them to answer, even though I don't think it should have been. Could the campus then say, that's unacceptable? We don't accept a call for the genocide of a group of people.
1: Well, I think that's the question that Liz was asked, correct? That's correct. Yeah. And clearly there's heated opinions on both sides on this topic, and I don't really feel qualified (laughs) to answer
11: if someone stood up and called for the genocide of any group of people, that that should not be tolerated on campus. Right. I expect
7: people to not be violent. I can't say my personal, obviously stance on genocide is against it, but I'm not going to force anybody my political views. While her position
11: is difficult, the question itself was not that difficult to answer.
4: Your political views? Mass extermination of people? Seriously? (laughs) Unbelievable, right? At the very least, many of them are guilty of just not wanting to say anything. Does that sound familiar in any other way during the course of history? Good people not willing to step forward and say this is wrong. Huh. Seems to me a little world war got started over something like that. 521. Uh, Time to take a look at uh, traffic and weather together. Cat Cortez in for Sky Mike this morning.
5: We've got that off-ramp blocked. It's going to be the North Sam Parkway westbound. It's the off-ramp to 249. Be careful. We do have a stalled vehicle outside shoulder is shut down on I-45 the North Freeway southbound in Cypresswood, and also a stalled car is sitting on the East Freeway westbound in Magnolia. It's right there on the off outside shoulder. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-hour Traffic Center.
4: From our KTRH Top Tax Defenders 24-hour Weather Center today, partly cloudy skies, right about 67. And tomorrow cloudy and sixty four. Hardly cloudy sixty four for the high temperature on Thursday. Right now still forty three at your official severe weather station. News Radio seven forty KTRH. We're checking out some of our top stories on this Tuesday morning. In for Shara today. Here's Cliff.
6: Thank you, Jimmy. We're sponsored by Boost Infinite. The House is expected to vote on formalizing Biden's impeachment inquiry tomorrow. The woman who sued to get an abortion has left Texas for the procedure. The state Supreme Court denied kate cox's challenge to pro-life loss here and no powerball winners last night wednesday's jackpot 500 million dollars at the latest news anytime at ktrh.com our next update is at 5 30.
3: when you don't know checking in is how to stay in the know we know know exactly what is happening news radio 740 know what's going to happen ktrh
4: 23 our time here in Houston's morning news. All right. Um, Houston made national news. Yeah, we're they, they all the talk, all the uh, national talk shows we're, we're, were talking about Houston and the mayor's race and how the mayor's race turned out. And I don't know, the, a lot of them want to read the tea leaves of, you know, the big landslide victory for John Whitmire and it being about crime. And then, you know, we talked to the, the, the mayor elect yesterday on the show. And yeah, yeah, it is all about crime, it's about public safety. But, um, this should not be a revelation to anybody. <laughs> it really shouldn't. Here's Judge Janine Perot on the five. They were talking about this, uh, talking about Houston crime and how that played into this whole mayoral race
16: the interesting thing about sheila jackson lee is that it was always about her mm-hmm. it was never about the people mm. and people are suffering from crime and they know it and when this guy whitmer comes in and he says you know i'm going to increase the number of police i'm going to fight crime i'm going to bring back law and order he then has the democrats the moderate democrats the conservatives the independents and he won and sheila jackson lee you know what her her theme was Her whole thing on her campaign was that she would fight the MAGA extremists. Mm -hmm. So there you had the ideologue versus a guy who wants to help the individual American or Houstonian, Mm -hmm. all right? And that's finally people are getting their brains back. And you know what I love? I love that Sheila Jackson Lee, she thought she was a queen. She said, I am the queen. I demand to be. No, it's not about you. And, you know, all of this lunacy with her staff. I mean, she's more worried about how she looks than what she does for the people. And you know what? Uh, You know who supported her? And Joe Biden should listen to this. Hillary Clinton yep. is one of her biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you have it.
4: Well, just remember, she had to run outside of her own district. She had to carry, the, you know, the entire city of Houston. You know, she may be popular with her own her own district, but not with the whole city of Houston. Thank goodness. You know, we seem to understand that uh, we need to get some things done in this city, and there's probably some, you know, bad things coming as far as budget revelations and Lord knows what else. So it's going to be a lot of work for uh, the mayor. Like I wish him all the best in trying to get everything turned back around. All right, 526, it is time to take a look at your money. Uh, Courtney's off again this week. Joan Doniger's in for her.
17: Well, Jimmy, Choice Hotels is not giving up on its plan to buy the Wyndham hotel chain. The Wall Street Journal says Choice is launching a hostile takeover offer after Wyndham repeatedly turned down earlier ones. Choice plans today to go directly to Wyndham shareholders with a so-called exchange offer for Wyndham stock. It's the same offer it had made for the chain previously. comes to a little less than $8 billion. How online shopping can ruin your holiday. It may be convenient, but items sold by third-party sellers on Amazon and Walmart aren't vetted with the same standards as merchandise sold in stores. So you have to watch, especially when buying anything electronic. Counterfeit electronics with faulty power cords or processors can and have started fires. On Wall Street, investors expect to see another drop in inflation when the November numbers arrive a little later this morning. S&P futures are up 2, NASDAQ futures 22, Dow futures up 47 points. I'm Joan Doniger, Bloomberg Business on News Radio 740 KTRH.
18: Chumba, chumbacasino.com. No purchase Over plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes.
13: Houston's
0: news,
14: weather, traffic,
0: plus
3: breaking news 24-7. This is News Radio 740 KTRH. Live everywhere with the IRF. From the Gallery Furniture, made in America
4: studios. 5.30 is our time. Houston's morning news. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Share off again today. Cliss Saunders is in for her. Among her top stories this half hour, the House votes tomorrow on that impeachment inquiry. Hunter's lawyers, they want the gun charges dismissed. And coming up at 538, U.S. millennial women more likely to die young. Details in the minutes ahead here on Houston's Morning News. First, we're checking check out that morning drive once again. Here's Kat Cortez.
5: Well, you're probably on autopilot right now, but if you're coming out of Channel View, be careful because we do have a stalled car that's sitting on that outside shoulder, I-10, the East Freeway, westbound at Magnolia. We also do have a stalled car sitting on the outside shoulder. This is going to be I-45, the North Freeway, southbound at Cypresswood. Road construction, your fast lane is shut down on 288, northbound between Almeida, Genoa, and Orem. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows
4: 24-hour traffic center. From our KTRH. Uh, Generator Center, 24-hour weather center today. Mostly sunny to partly cloudy with a high temperature right about 67. We'll get Terry Smith in here and get you an update on that forecast in about nine minutes. Current temperature is 43 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. It is time now for the news. In for Sherrigan today, here's Cliff Saunders. Thank
6: you, Jimmy. 531 sponsored by Plants for All Seasons and our top story... I do think we're going
19: to get enough Republican votes. There's a couple other people I want to talk to, uh, but I do think we'll get the Republican votes and be able to get all the info. We've got a lot now, and I think it's compelling.
6: That's House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan with KTRH's Sean Hannity. The House is expected to hold the vote tomorrow that would make the impeachment inquiry of President Joe Biden official. But Fox reports that Democrats, specifically Jamie Raskin, are meeting behind closed doors with some Republicans trying to convince them to vote against this. Meantime, Hunter Biden's legal team wants the gun charges that he's facing thrown out.
15: Lawyers for Hunter Biden asking a Delaware judge to dismiss the federal gun charges against him, claiming prosecutors violated a diversion agreement that would have allowed him to avoid felony charges. Also claiming special counsel David Weiss was unlawfully appointed to the post and cannot prosecute him.
6: That is Fox's Kristen Goodwin reporting. Hunter is still not committed to testifying for Republicans behind closed doors tomorrow. The U.S. Supreme Court will expedite consideration of a petition by special counsel Jack Smith on whether former President Trump can be prosecuted for January 6th. He is uh, really focused entirely on trying Trump during this campaign and, po- and trying to convict him before the election. That's George Washington law professor Jonathan Turley. Trump says he has presidential immunity. The former president's civil fraud trial resumes today in New York City. Legal analyst Andrew Napolitano says the former president's decision not to testify yesterday was a smart move.
10: Could ask him about January 6th, about the documents in Mar-a-Lago, about the so-called RICO case in Georgia, anything they want that would be a very precarious situation for the former president to be in.
6: Napolitano on Newsmax. Here at home, three of Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo's top staffers were in court for a pretrial conference yesterday. The case involving that COVID contract bid rigging scheme will start in February. Mayor elect John Whitmire is calling out Sylvester Turner for claiming violent crime in the city of Houston is on the decline.
20: They would tell us that Public safety is headed in the right direction, using one year's statistics.
6: Whitmire with our TV partner, Channel 2. You can listen to the interview that Jimmy did with Whitmire on KTRH.com and the iHeartRadio app. 534. As you get your kids off to school, the Spring Branch ISD passes a bathroom policy that keeps boys out of girls' bathrooms. The woke crowd is calling it an attack on the trans community. Beware of social media. Facebook and Instagram filters specifically are fueling transgender delusions for children.
7: The hidden attack on young people, parents don't necessarily realize where it's coming from, why their child becomes dissatisfied with their appearance.
6: Political analyst Debbie Georgiana says parents need to confront this By talking about it.
7: Just an insistence on familiar interaction. Parents just, and and actually parents openly talking about this issue, not just hoping their kids are not being lured into being down themselves. In other words,
6: no phones at the dinner table. Real conversation. Looking at our money, two-thirds of Americans tell a new poll that Joe Biden's done a bad job of handling the economy. Another report finds that more than half of you are behind on your retirement savings. So what does that look like in Texas? Here's KTRH's Jeff Biggs. Yeah, Cliff, the study found that over half of Texans haven't even started
9: saving for their retirement.
21: Compared to the rest of the nation, Texans are woefully unprepared for retirement, according to the survey done by the Forex.com.
9: That is Texas-based financial planner Bill Dendy, who says, even though the Texas economy is doing great, there is still the Biden
21: economy. There are a lot of challenges to becoming successful in retirement. For many people, it's because we can't think of this potential future retirement when we're having a challenge balancing the budget today, when every dollar is already spoken for, just the challenges of meeting today's requirements. Over
9: 70% of Texans say they are dissatisfied with their current retirement fund.
6: Thank you, Jeff. Economists put the chances of a recession next year at 50%. The NABE survey also says that GDP is going to grow at just 1% throughout 2024. And there's this for Bidonomics. Pending home sales are at their lowest level since 2001, and there are no signs that they'll get better.
14: Sales began to decline last year when the interest rates took off.
22: It's the shock of going from 2.5% to, a few weeks ago, is 8%. So quickly, a large amount of the younger generation's never seen rates like these.
14: Ronnie Matthews of the Great American Title Company says institutional buyers have hurt the market, too. But there's pathways to recovery, and it starts with the rates. If we could get down in that sixth range and kind of stay there,
22: I think that allows people to save, allows them to make a move.
14: He says though we'll likely never see those sub four percent rates ever again. Andre Perard, News Radio 740, KTRH.
6: And as you get ready for work, you could lose some benefits because of this bad economy. Glassdoors Daniel Jow says commuter assistance could be among the cuts.
23: There are a lot more employees who are remote or at the very least hybrid. And some of these benefits that might have helped to draw people into the office are likely not as much of a priority today.
6: But if you're looking for a silver lining, at least your base pay isn't going to get cut. And finally Texans quarterback CJ Stroud officially in concussion protocol, so his status for playing on Sunday against the Titans in Tennessee is up in the air right now. In for shower today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's Newsweather and Traffic Station, News Radio seven forty, KTRH.
5: How bad things are the 2024
13: election. What's really happening? Everything in your world here and abroad.
3: News Radio 740, KTRH.
2: If I die young, bury me in satin, lay me down on a bed of roses, sink me in the river at
0: dawn, send me away with the words of a love song.
4: 5.38 our time here in Houston's Morning News. All right, interesting statistic here. There, there's got to be something wrong with it. Don't worry, I'll find it. <laughs> um, study claims that U.S. millennial women are more inclined to die young than any other group. And by dying young, dying in their late 20s, early 30s. Statistically, millennial women... Well, you're really hitting us with the uh, feel good stories this morning, Jimmy. Lead the way on this. I'm trying to figure out what's behind this. There's got to be something here. Well, here here the, okay, I think I think we have a clue right here. Okay. Hang on, Jimmy's going to get all racist on you. Oh no. Um one of the one of the things that's gone up surprisingly is maternal mortality. Women dying during childbirth. Okay. At a time when medical science has never known more than it knows now. Um, I mean, I, I, I understand back in the medieval times when there wasn't really anybody around who could assist you if you're having medical complications. That's one thing. So why are we seeing this spike now? One of the reasons you could see a spike is that it's just better reporting. Or could it possibly be that maybe because we have more people who have come here, millions of people who have come here of childbearing age, into this country from third world countries who don't normally go to doctors and get medical care could that have something to do with it
6: mm, see there you go there uh, you go that, jimmy
4: I, that's just it's just a question suicide rate is up homicide rate is also up for u.s women in those categories no wonder we're worried about crime and everything else Five forty, time for traffic and weather together cats on duty this morning because sky mike's got the week off what do you see out there okay well let's move on and do the weather shall we (laughs) i know where terry is hi we got her under lock and key this morning from our ktrh generator super center 24-hour weather center terry smith is here and we're gonna have a very nice day today this might be the warmest day of the week don't you think
15: i do think a nice mild day and just only slightly cooler tomorrow and thursday it's it's sunny it's comfortable through thursday the weekend another round of rain and I think we did that same thing last week. I think I remember we had rain heading our way. Uh, for the first part of the weekend at least. So, yeah, another storm Friday and Saturday. But today, just a few clouds. Temperatures will be quite pleasant in the afternoon, mid to upper 60s. Tomorrow and Thursday, we're still dry, low to mid 60s. And then we have a 60% chance of rain Friday. Now, we're still in the low to mid 60s Friday. It's Saturday that we have the rain and the cooler weather. 50% chance of showers, maybe some thunder on Saturday. And highs mid to upper 50s.
4: Temperature right now 43 here at your official severe weather station, news radio seven forty KTRH. What you need to know for the day ahead,
3: this is Houston's Morning News. Brought to you by New South Window Solutions.
7: So
4: Forty seven our time here in Houston's Morning News. It would appear that Hunter Biden thinks somebody's out to kill him. No, he, he seriously said that on a podcast. I don't know who he did the interview with. That must have been it must have been somebody who's friendly to the cause, if you know what I mean. But he basically said Republicans were out to kill him. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what they want to do, and he had had a reason why they're out to kill him, or why they want to. Extreme Republicans go. It's only the extreme Republicans. Oh, hang on! All Republicans are extreme Republicans, if you believe, believe these guys. Uh Here's Peter Ducey with his report, and I think it begins. We're very close at the be, at the beginning. You'll hear what Hunter Biden actually said during this podcast.
13: All of this stems from overseas work that Hunter Biden admits he did. And now he is suggesting that his dad's political rivals may be trying to get him to relapse on drugs.
20: They're trying to destroy a presidency. And so it's not about me. In their most base way, what they're trying to do is they're trying to kill me. Knowing that it will be a pain greater than my father could be able to handle. And so, therefore, destroying a presidency in that way.
13: President Biden has not said one word about Hunter Biden's latest indictment. Ignoring questions about it twice already today.
4: Okay, so we got this straight. Extreme Republicans want to kill Hunter so that the pain will be so great it kills Joe. Isn't that what he just basically said? Yeah, he, that's what he said. Well, I, I think he's right to a certain extent, though, when he said it's not about him. It really it, the him is only a conduit to get to the president. That's what we really need to know. We know what Hunter Biden is. <laughs> we we know he's an opportunist. You know, we know he's taking the money. The only thing the only thing at this point that's important from Hunter is to, you know, co- you know connect the dots to the old van and i think that 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 obviously is where mr biden hunter biden's getting very nervous 550 time for traffic and weather together we're going to check out the drive once again in for sky mike here's kai cortez
5: well we do have an accent i-10 the baytown east freeway it's eastbound approaching 99 there is a 20 minute delay and you're backed up from highway 146 on the gulf freeway inbound really fast from the beltway to the south loop only six minutes and 288 northbound into town 518 to downtown is 13 minutes. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-Hour Traffic Center.
4: From our KTRH Generator Super Center 24-Hour Weather Center today, mostly Sunday to partly cloudy with a high 67. Partly cloudy tomorrow and Thursday, about 64 both days. Right now, temperature is 43 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. Time to check out some of our top stories here on this Tuesday morning. And again today for Shara, here's Cliff.
6: Thanks, Jimmy. Sponsored by d Auto Leasing. The White House keeps trying to convince you that the economic pain you feel is fake news. Police say that the 16-year-old Edna High School cheerleader, Elizabeth Medina, was stabbed to death. Of course, an illegal alien has been charged in that case. Ninety-one percent of you told the American Academy of Sleep Medicine that you've lost sleep because of, quote, digital distractions. In other words, put your phone down. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 6 o'clock.
24: 59 inbound at the Loop is always a
3: problem. KTRH Time-Saving Traffic, next on The Ten.
4: So fewer people are buying homes right now. That's no secret or surprise, right? 5.52 our time here in Houston's Morning News. Pending home sales have dropped to a record low level. Even worse, we're told, than during the financial crisis. Although that's kind of hard to believe. But anyway, pending home sales. A measure of signed contracts on existing homes dropped 1.5% in October from September. That hits the lowest level since the National Association of Realtors began tracking this metric in 2001. Well... We only have 22 years of it, but okay, I, I get I get what they're saying. Sales down 8.5% from October of last year. The question is, I mean, other, other than high mortgage rates, what can we blame all this on? Ronnie Matthews joins us with Great American Title. They kind of have a pulse on, because you're doing the titles on, on homes when they're purchased. So I, I'm guessing you've seen, Ronnie, your business kind of decline a bit.
22: Jimmy, we have. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, Yes, in the title business, we saw refinance business go away. And for the title industry, that was probably 30%. We've seen resale business over the past two years drop about 40%. So you can see the mortgage industry and the title industry particularly have been hit hard by this. And it's just a tough market. It's strange. In 2008, 9, and 10, there was lots of homes for sale, and they were cheap because there was a lot of foreclosures. And this time, it's totally different home prices are flattened in some areas you see a little dropping, but not much. There's still a shortage of homes. There's a, a lot of people that had two and a half, three, three and a half, four 4% interest rate. They can't afford to move if they wanted to because with the high rates and higher home price, how do they move? And, uh, you know, so just a combination of everything comes together and we have high prices, shortage of home, high interest rates. Yeah
4: which prices a lot of people out of the market. Is this changing, in your estimation, Ryan, is this changing who it is who's out there buying homes instead of young couples, you know, first-time home buyers, families? Are we seeing more corporations buy up homes at this point, or is that slowed down too?
22: No, I mean, well, that's slowed down because they can't find the homes to buy. But institutional buyers have been huge since 2008. They started buying up foreclosed homes, and they've continued to buy uh, they're also building communities, build-to-rent communities. Um, I was reading the other night as far as currently about 5% of all the homes in America are, are owned by institutions. But, Jimmy, where it really hurts, they're not buying the high-priced homes. They're buying the starter home, first- and second-time homebuyers, you know, the in our area under 400000 Well, that's where people start. You know, that's where... Uh, they start buying in the 200s and 300s. And so institutional buyers, uh, high prices, high interest rates, you know, that's sort of a triple whammy yeah. that makes it very hard for a person buying that first home or even moving to their
4: second home what to be you, able to move. What do you think, too, Ronnie, that that does for um, potential rents? Because, as you say, they're, they're building communities, and we're seeing it all over Houston now, where they're building communities where the homes are not going to be for sale, they're going to be for rent. So, if you don't even have opportunity to buy the home and there's limited housing and they're renting homes, what's going to happen to the rent on these homes, do you think?
22: Oh, well, rents have definitely been going up uh, over the past you know three years. we've seen seen rents increase probably twenty five percent. But I was reading last night is towards too. Owning a home now is higher with all of the taxes, the interest, et cetera. is higher. still higher than renting. But we're just seem to be pushing more and more people to rent, rent, rent instead of owning that home, which gives them, you know, the start to their equity buildup, uh, the consistency to be able to live in one home and uh, raise their families, and just the pride of ownership. We're we're losing a lot of that.
4: Well, and that's a great investment. I mean, most most of us, when we were young, we got we bought a starter home, and then a few years later, we sold that and made some money and bought a bigger home, and so on and so on until you get to the point, hopefully, at some point where you finally own a home that's 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 worth something. You have some equity.
22: Exactly. Yes, exactly. American dream.
4: Yeah. American Dream is struggling right now. Ronnie Matthews, thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. He's with Great American Title. It's 556.
18: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim. Your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
13: No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited
3: by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is News Radio 740, KTRH, Houston, live everywhere with IRF. Yeah. Now the latest news, weather,
15: and traffic
20: from
3: the gallery furniture made in America Studios.
4: 6 a.m. our time, Houston's Morning News. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Share us off today and Cliff Saunders is in for her among our top stories this half hour. Gaslighting your economic pain. It's not just the higher prices, it's dealing with all those regulations. And coming up at 6.08, the feds, they say they're going to contribute to a high-speed Houston-Dallas train. Details in the minutes ahead, you're in Houston's morning news. First, let's check out the morning drive again. In for Sky Mike, Cat Cortez.
5: We're going to take a look at that accents. They're having trouble clearing its I-10, the Baytown East Freeway, eastbound approaching 99. There is a 20-minute delay, and you are backed up from Highway 146. Now, if you're coming in on 69, the East Tex Freeway, looks good. Loop 494 via the HOV lanes, only 17 minutes to get you downtown. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-hour traffic center.
4: From our KTRH top tax defenders, 24-hour weather center, mostly sunny to partly cloudy today with a high-temperature right about 67 terry smith drops by in nine minutes with your complete forecast right now 43 at your official severe weather station news radio 740 ktrh it is time now for the news in for shara here's cliff saunders thank
6: you jimmy 601 sponsored by partners in building in our top story more excuses from the biden administration when the macro economy we see good numbers that often takes time to to trickle through It just takes time. That's OMB Director Shalanda Young telling CBS that the economic pain you're feeling is not real. But as you'll see, when the November numbers come out at 730, inflation is still well above where the Federal Reserve wants it to be. And if you think inflation is taking a bite out of your budget... There's something even worse. Americans are paying at least $14,000
13: per year in hidden regulatory costs, according to the annual 10,000 Commandments report. The report's author, Wayne Cruz, says these costs are built into all aspects of government. We're talking about
8: economic regulations, health and safety, financial, environmental, paperwork costs, things like that. He is calling for long overdue regulatory reform. That could be things like regulatory budget, a regulatory reduction commission, sunsetting, or at least just mapping. The stuff we can look up. What the debt is, you can't really do the same thing for
13: regulations. The total cost of government regulation is nearly two trillion dollars. Corey Olson, News Radio seven forty KTRH,
6: and the man behind it, Joe Biden. Well, he was talking to firefighters in Philadelphia yesterday, and continuing to tell lies about a fire at his house in two thousand four. There was a lightning struck a little pond behind my house. My wife was there, and my my dog and my
24: cat. <laughs> And my 67 Corvette.
6: Yeah, don't forget the Corvette. It was a minor fire that was contained to the kitchen. House Speaker Mike Johnson expects to hold a floor vote tomorrow on formalizing the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. We'll have much more on that coming up at 630. And as if Biden's all-time low approval numbers aren't bad enough, the Democrats have another dilemma. Here's KTRH's Jeff Biggs. And Cliff, as reporter Brianna Lyman points out,
9: Top Democrat officials believe that Biden needs more bubble wrap for his campaign.
2: Yeah, and this is something that Democrats, especially the White House, have taken under their wing essentially for months. His mental acuity is not there. And his physical, he's he's physically incapable clearly of just doing simple acts as walking. I don't see him physically lasting plus campaigning by next year.
9: Add to that the mounting legal problems that are looming. And the best plan might be to put Biden back in the basement.
2: It would be their best option to protect Biden from saying anything he's not supposed to say. Donald Trump didn't shy away from the media. Donald Trump answered questions day in and day out. But that's what Americans like because they had the unvarnished truth from Donald Trump. Whereas with Biden, you don't know. You're only getting a statement from the White House.
9: The same White House that says Biden's age is not an issue. The polls say otherwise.
6: Thank you, Jeff. Republicans on Capitol Hill. So far, they've blocked the supplemental aid package to Ukraine that Biden wants until he addresses what's happening at the border
9: just four years ago we had the lowest number of illegal border crossings in 40 years and that's because president trump put it in place four policies
6: texas governor greg abbott on fox ukraine's volodymyr zelensky visits the white house today looking for more money chicago mayor brandon johnson is suing the bus companies contracted by the lone star state to take illegals to his sanctuary city Operation Lone Star so far has sent more than 22,000 illegals to Chicago. It's 604. Harvard University President Claudine Gay will remain in her position despite calls for her resignation. She refused to condemn rising anti-Semitism on campus.
24: Until universities commit to protecting innocent Jews on campus, bright young students might just vote with their
6: feet, senate minority leader mitch mcconnell harvard according to reports because of how they've handled the situation has lost a billion dollars in donations and as the fighting between israel and hamas continues so do the anti-semitic attacks on jews in america The Anti-Defamation League says the United States has seen more reported anti-Semitic incidents since October 7th than any two months in about 45 years. The ADL says there were more than 2,000 anti-Semitic incidents reported in the U.S. That figure is a staggering 337% spike compared to the same two-month time frame in 2022. That's Fox's Gary Baumgartner. Another two more anti-jewish attacks in new york city including a father of five beaten in front of his home by a man yelling anti-jewish slurs nbc news though only called that a quote potential hate crime 115 million americans are expected to travel for christmas and new years that's the second highest number on record an increase of 2.2% from last year all despite the failure of bidenomics 410,000 texans will be The state's airports over the next couple of weeks, and AAA's Doug Shoup says there are ways to make that airport experience just a bit easier to take.
13: Check in online at home to avoid the long lines inside the terminal. Reserve that parking spot ahead of time. Those lots are going to fill up fast. Download your Airlines app, it will let you know right away if there are any changes to your flight.
6: His biggest tip, though, are you ready for this one? Fly on either Christmas Day or New Year's Day. This way you miss the crowds and you might get a break on airline fares as well.
4: I've done Christmas before. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is it true? Yeah. Okay. I think it is true. All right. Again, people, having never done that. Be where, yeah, people want to be where they want to be on Christmas Day. So.
6: And if you're driving, gas prices across the region today are averaging two fifty nine a gallon. Don't get too excited, though. That's only $0.10 cents cheaper than last December 12th. And, well, it was still $0.80 cents less when Trump was president. Finally, the Rockets beat the Spurs, ninety-three to eighty-two. They host Memphis tomorrow night. We'll have the pregame at six o'clock on Sports Talk seven ninety. In for Shara today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's news, weather, and traffic station news radio seven forty KTRH. World events,
3: national headlines, Houston's morning news with Jimmy Barrett and Shara Fryer.
4: So later, time here in Houston's Morning News. All right, um, we're getting some money from the federal government. Oh, lucky us. Transportation money from the federal government. $500,000. What could I build in the greater Houston area on the roads for $500 million? Mm. Can we start with better roads? How much, I know
6: that's not the answer.
4: No, how much, how much does it cost to... You know, it used to, they used to say about a million dollars a mile to build a road. A million dollars a mile. So if that's still anywhere close, it's probably more than that now. Maybe we could build a couple hundred miles worth of roads, which around here might help us a little bit, because we're one of the most congested cities in the entire country. But the $500,000 is not for roads or road improvements. It is for Amtrak. Oh no! Were they talking about we keep we keep putting money into we put money into Amtrak like we put money into the post office?
6: Are they talking about high speed trains again?
4: Yes, they are. Ugh. This five hundred thousand dollars is for the proposed Texas high speed Houston Dallas rail.
6: That's kind of like the Ike Dyke. We'll never see that built in our lifetime. <laughs>
4: So why give money to it? He asked. <laughs> and what happens to the money in the interim? Does money only come if we're actually prepared to do something like this? Listen, I don't. I don't poo-poo the idea. It, it would be nice to uh, to get on a, a train here in Houston and be in Dallas in a couple of hours. You know, boom. Avoid making avoid making the drive. I would probably use something like that every now and again.
6: I, I'm not doubting the
4: yeah. idea of it. I'm doubting whether it actually gets built. Well, even and even if it does get built how much will it cost to ride it how many people will ride it and who's in charge of it (laughs) well your federal government of course 610 time for traffic and weather together check out that drive once again see if the road roads are worth driving on this morning here's Cat cortez
5: well they sure are on 225 it actually looks really good and fast 146 to 610 the east loop only 12 minutes now over on i-10 the baytown east freeway we do still have that wreck they are trying to get it cleared it's eastbound approaching 99 right now you're looking at about a 20 minute delay because it's backing up from 146 and coming in on i-10 the baytown east freeway westbound spur 330 to downtown 16 minutes i'm Kat cortez in the ktrh gulf coast windows 24-hour traffic center
4: from our ktrh top tax defenders 24-hour weather center time to turn it over to terry smith here we've got uh, temperatures what in the mid maybe a few spots in the upper 60s today
15: Yeah, there may be a few places in the upper 60s. Uh, It really looks like a a gorgeous day today. We'll start to get a little more in the way of some clouds. I think that may help to cool us just slightly tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, The bigger change for us is at the end of the week, Friday and Saturday, when there's a storm system that will bring us some rain and Cooler temperatures uh, make for a chilly, at least uh, part of our weekend on Saturday. So a dry day today, mid to upper 60s. Tomorrow and Thursday, low to mid 60s. Friday, a 60% chance of rain. Temperatures still in the low to mid 60s Friday, but it's Saturday when we have the rain, a 50% chance of getting wet. And the cooler weather with highs Saturday in the mid to upper 50s.
4: Temperature right now, 43, here at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH.
3: News, traffic, and weather. You're starting your day right with
4: Houston's Morning News, brought to you by New South Window Solutions. So are you upper class, upper middle class, middle class, not quite sure where you are? You know, inflation, inflation is, (laughs) it's impacting, it's impacting the class system in this country. Um, about half of all Americans, by the way, qualify as middle class. But now that, you know, now that we've had some inflation around for a while, they put some new income levels at what it takes to be in certain categories. Not, not that you know, any of these things matter in the grand scheme of things other than your well-being and your confidence that you have enough money to pay the bills. Uh, the annual wages in order to be in the top 1% would be $350,000 plus. The top 0.1% is Wages of one million dollars plus. Though it's a small unique group. Top one percent isn't easy to get to either. Top five percent, one hundred and seventy thousand to one hundred seventy four nine ninety nine. Top ten percent one hundred twenty thousand to one hundred twenty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine, and the top fifteen percent ninety five thousand to ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, and it goes from there. So if you're wondering if you're upper middle class, middle class I would say top ten percent would be the upper middle class, right? a year or more in order to meet that group. 620, time for traffic and weather together. Bubble wrapping President Biden to protect him from himself. How do you do that? We'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes. First, though, we have to bring on Cat Cortez and get you an update on that drive.
5: Yes, and we've got a 20-minute delay over on I-10, the Baytown East Freeway, because they're working on this wreck. They just haven't managed to clear it yet, giving them a hard time. It's approaching Grand Parkway 99, so you're slow from 146. You're also finding slow traffic now on the Gulf Freeway northbound between Monroe and Broadway, and backing down on the north loop westbound between Kelly Street and Fulton. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-Hour Traffic Center.
4: From our KTRH Top Tax Defenders 24-Hour Weather Center, mostly sunny. To partly cloudy today 67 and then tomorrow and thursday partly cloudy both days right around 64 for the high temperature currently 43 at your official severe weather station news radio 740 ktrh we're checking out some of our top stories on this tuesday morning and again today for shara here's Cliff. sponsored by boost
6: infinite a vote to formalize the house impeachment inquiry of president biden is expected tomorrow in the u.s house the toy maker hasbro says it will lay off 20 percent of its workforce. And earworm alert, a new study finds that Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You is the most annoying Christmas song today. You're welcome. Get the latest news anytime at ktrh.com. Our next update is at 6 30. What's now?
7: Now? Right now?
3: What's next? In the coming weeks. What's history? I
11: understand what's happening.
3: It's what matters on News Radio 740, KTRH. We are all-
7: Pretty soon we'll have a chance to do a very noisy dance. We call it the bubble wrap stuff.
4: careful, you might wake up, Joe. Six twenty one is our time here in Houston's Morning News. Can you bubble wrap Biden? With with the with the le- potential legal problems going on right now, with with all the all the issues with his health and his mental well being and his alertness and, and well, there just isn't anything that isn't in question due to his age. At this point, so the question is, what can you do to protect him from himself? Brianna Lyman joins us. She's a reporter at the Daily Caller. That's a tall task, Brianna.
0: Yeah, the White House has been struggling with for months now.
4: So, what do you do? I, you know, the last time they went with a, that sort of a strategy, uh, they they stuck him in his basement at his Delaware home, and they didn't let him out, uh, so that uh, he, he would appear on television every now and again uh, when he was ready to roll. Uh, But other than that, they kept him out of sight. They can't do that again in a re-election campaign, can they?
0: Oh, believe me, they're trying. So, I mean, the first thing that they've done recently is they switched out his shoes, right? Uh, After he had those falls over the summer, he now wears comfortable tennis shoes that have better grips on them because he is unable to keep his balance. And we know that this has nothing to do with uh, the type of footwear he wears because you will slip in anything if you're going to slip. As for what they're going to do coming for 2024, you know, his team has already said they're not even sure if he's going to get on a general debate stage in uh, in October, in September, and in November. They are trying to literally keep him from the American public completely during the height of the presidential season and prevent him from debating his Republican opponent.
4: You know, I get the impression, and I'm sure you've heard everybody else talk about this as well, Brianna, and that is that... um, you know, Joe Biden isn't going to make it. He's not going to He's not going to end up running for re-election in 2024. The Democrats will have to replace him probably at the last minute. Do you get that feeling as well?
0: I definitely do. And I, I think the concern for Democrats right now is they have two paths they can take. The first path is they can do what they're doing right now, which is doubling down, throwing all of their money and their resources into Biden. Uh, we saw it this past weekend with Hillary Clinton going out and something for Biden. But I think the other problem that they face is that, they don't want to see another situation like they saw back in 1980. Uh, You had Jimmy Carter obviously running for the Democratic nomination, but you also had Ted Kennedy who jumped in the race and was vying for the nomination. And what that ended up doing, uh, unfortunately for Democrats, is it, it kind of fractured the black vote. And the black vote, as we know, is a very key demographic for Democrats to have. And towards the end of Jimmy Carter's first term, a lot of black voters and leaders said, look, Jimmy Carter did what he said he was going to do, which was appoint people because they were black. They are like, but that's about it. Like, he hasn't done anything else. And I think if, if Democrats allow someone to primary Biden, they run the risk of fracturing their voting bases and giving those voting bases to Republicans. So I think what they're hoping to do is uh, come, you know, June, July, they'll simply say Joe Biden's not running. Uh, you know, someone like Gavin Newsom is still filing deadlines. But state conventions can simply nominate Newsom to be on the ballot. Uh, and that will happen.
4: Okay, well you might be onto something there. It's funny though. I couldn't help but chuckling you mentioned Hillary Clinton being, you know, braided out to try to help Joe Biden with women. He really helped Sheila Jackson Lee in her campaign to become Houston's mayor. She lost by like 30 percentage points. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean she's also the same woman that couldn't even win her own race. That's the best part. Like look, if you have someone come out like Obama, it's like all right, this is a man who won two successful uh, two successful races. You have Hillary Clinton who not only lost 2016 but she couldn't even get the party's nomination in 2008. Like she's a track history of losing.
4: No, no doubt about it. What do you what do you make of the the, <laughs> the rumors that I think continue to, to to spread that Michelle Obama's winning in the wings. It's just a matter of timing.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't buy into that. I don't see the Democrats as being, uh, Look, they're, they're stupid in some capacity, but they're not stupid enough to pick someone who honestly has no political experience, or so I hope. But then again, uh, that's what Joe Biden did with a lot of his nominees for some high positions. Um, I, I do think, though, that if they're going to pick someone who's weighing the wings, it's going to be a Gavin Newsom, because he is out there touting himself as the next presidential candidate.
4: All right. Brianna, good to talk to you. Thanks for your time. That's Brianna Lyman. She's a reporter at Daily Caller. 626, it is time to take a look at your money. Joan Doniger is in this morning.
17: Well, Jimmy, Ford was the first U.S. car maker to go all in on electric vehicles. Now it's reversing the company cutting 2024 production goals by half for its F-150 Lightning plug-in pickup, its signature electric vehicle, because of slowing demand for battery-powered cars. Ford says demand has not been what the company expected. People are refusing to pay the high prices charged for the vehicles. They're also worried about where to charge them. A holiday list of layoffs. The Wall Street Journal says EY, Ernst & Young laying off dozens of partners across all its U.S. businesses. This is a deeper round of partner cuts than usual. The big four accounting firm facing slowing demand for some of its services. And then there's Hasbro. It's cutting about 20% of its staff, about 1,100 jobs over the next 18 to 24 months. That includes 200 left over from an earlier round of cuts. Hasbro blaming slumping sales of toys and games. During the holiday shopping season, analysts figure Hasbro sales will drop 19% this quarter. On Wall Street, stock futures are pointing to the upside. S&P futures up 4, NASDAQ futures 33, Dow futures up 69 points. Crude futures, though, are falling 35 cents to $70.96 a barrel. I'm Joan Doniger, Bloomberg Business, on News Radio 740 KTRH
2: Play for free at
0: LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Houston's News. Weather traffic. Plus breaking news 24-7. This is News Radio 740. KTRH. Live everywhere with IRF. From the Gallery Furniture Made
4: in America Studios. 6.30 is our time. Houston's Morning News. I'm Jimmy Barrett along with... Cliff Saunders, he's in for Shara this morning, should be back tomorrow. House votes tomorrow on the impeachment inquiry. Hunter's lawyers want the gun charges dismissed. Incoming up at 6.38, the job's most likely to burn you out. Details in the minutes ahead You're in Houston's morning news. First, we're going to check out that morning drive again. In for Sky Mike, here's Cat Cat Cortez. Well, you're
5: catching a 15-minute delay on the North Sam Houston Parkway. It's going to be on the westbound side as you're approaching Victory Drive because we do have a wreck there. They're working to clear it. But in the meantime, you're slow from the East Texas Freeway. On the southwest freeway, it's starting to back down now, northbound between Fountain View and 610 the West Loop. And on the Gulf Freeway, it's also very slow, about a 10-minute delay northbound between Monroe and Broadway. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-Hour Traffic Center.
4: From our KTRH Generator Supercenter, 24-Hour Weather Center for today. Mostly sunny to partly cloudy with a high temperature about 67. Similar forecast for tomorrow and Thursday. We'll check all that out with Terry at the Weather Channel in eight minutes. Right now it's 42 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. It's time now for the news. And for Shara this morning, here's Cliff Saunders.
6: Thank you, Jimmy. It is 632. We are sponsored by Top Tax Defenders. Our top story, the House is expected to hold a vote that would formalize the impeachment inquiry of President Joe Biden tomorrow. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan says this will help them get more answers to their questions.
19: We think we'll be able to get additional emails better from the administration. We'll have a better chance of getting them if we have to go to court. And we'll get to have in for depositions these people we're talking with. We think they're going to come in, but they'll come in sooner
6: jordan with ktrh's sean hannity fox reports that some democrats specifically jamie raskin of maryland are trying to convince republicans to vote against this in fact they're meeting with some republicans behind closed doors meantime hunter biden's lawyers want to have the gun charges brought by special counsel david weiss dismissed They're trying to target what they call a vindictive prosecution. And it comes alongside
1: several other challenges, including one which claims that Weiss was illegally elevated into the special counsel role in the first place. Federal prosecutors indicted Biden on three gun-related charges back in September. He, of course, has pleaded not guilty to all those charges.
6: That is Kevin Cork reporting. We still don't know if Hunter is going to testify for House Republicans behind closed doors tomorrow. The U.S. Supreme Court is expediting, excuse me, consideration of a petition by special counsel Jack Smith on whether former President Trump can be tried for the events of January 6th. Smith seems almost obsessed uh, with trying Trump before the election. That is Fox's Jonathan Turley. The former president says he's got presidential immunity. Trump's civil fraud trial resumes in New York City. Today, legal analyst Andrew Napolitano says it was smart for Trump not to testify to avoid cross-examination.
10: That would be a very precarious situation for the former president to be in. And I'm glad, for the sake of fairness to him and fairness in the trial, that he and his lawyers decided he should not take the stand.
6: Napolitano on Newsmax at home. Three of Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo's top staffers were in court yesterday, the trial for a COVID bid rigging scheme gets underway in February. Yesterday's appearance was for a pretrial conference. Houston's next mayor is laying out his plan to fight to fight violent crime, which continues despite initiatives and multiple gun buyback events.
20: First of all, we will increase HPD officers.
6: Whitmire told our TV partner, Channel 2, that Mayor Turner is only using a year's worth of numbers to take a victory lap for lowering violent crime. It's 634. Your kids are about an hour away from going to school. And the Spring Branch ISD passes a bathroom policy officially keeping boys out of girls' bathrooms. An attack on the trans community, according to the woke crowd. Filters used on Facebook and Instagram could lead to
7: transgender delusions
6: for your children.
7: It is, a, to me, very sinister attack on young people when they're a lot of them are vulnerable stage to start with.
6: Political analyst Debbie Georgiana says parents have to confront this head on.
7: You need to speak to your children to say, listen, kids, there are images out there that are going to cause you to feel unsure of yourself. And this is not healthy.
6: The best way to do that, she says, is to insist on family time. While the president promotes Bidenomics, two thirds of you don't buy it, telling a new poll he's done a bad job with the economy. And new research finds that more than half of Texans, because of the economy, have yet to start saving for retirement. Here's KTRH's Jeff Biggs. And Cliff, according to
9: Texas-based financial planner Bill Dendy, more than two-thirds of Texans are
21: dissatisfied with their retirement fund. Texas certainly has the potential to have a much higher level of retirement savings. Texans do have potential on general to make retirement a focus. I think for many people it's because it has not been a focus. And it's been tough to do with Bidenomics. Planning for retirement can be a challenge for those who are just living paycheck to paycheck. When they have almost every dollar already accounted for, it's difficult to think about something that may happen years into the future when we have pressing needs today. He says if you haven't started, one of the
9: best ways is a company 401k.
6: Thank you, Jeff. A new economic survey says the chances for a recession next year are 50 50 and that GDP will only grow by 1% over the next 12 months. Pending home sales fell 1.5% from September to October and are now worse than the 2008 crash. Ronnie Matthews with the Great American Title Company does not see this changing anytime soon.
22: Well, we're not going to see, in my mind, two and a half, three, three and a half, four percent 4% interest rates, maybe ever again, but certainly not in the next few years.
6: He says things may get better if we sneak back into the 6% range. And as companies deal with Bidenomics, you as an employee could see a cut in your benefits.
12: Glassdoor lead economist Daniel Jow says the pay cuts are non-starters and some benefits are untouchable.
23: Retirement benefits, health care, paid time off, whether that's sick leave, vacation days, parental leave, those are generally the three categories of benefits that workers care about the most.
12: But in the post-pandemic world, some benefits can be cut and many workers won't
23: care. The commuter assistance perks that they have, if there aren't as many people coming into the office, for example, free lunch in the office isn't quite as common today as it was before covid other
12: benefits that may be lost 401k matching gym memberships and tuition assistance i'm Stuart nance news radio 740 ktrh and finally texans
6: quarterback cj stroud is uncertain to play this coming sunday against the tennessee titans he is now in the nfl's concussion protocol in for shara today i'm cliff saunders on houston's news weather and traffic station news radio 740 ktrh Need some erosion control? Daniel Dean, Land Clearing and Dirt Work. 281
13: 356 Dirt.
15: I live in Sugarland. Be prepared
13: for wild
3: Houston weather. Next on the 10 on 740
7: KTRH.
4: stressed out at work um, under pressure most stressful jobs 2023 list is out these are the ones for those you who don't like anxiety and and stress don't go into these fields number i'm gonna start at the top okay instead of going reverse number one you'll never guess a urologist hang on what (laughs) that was my thought don't the nurses collect all the pee I would think that, you know, that'd be the worst part of that job.
6: What's the stress in that job?
4: I have no idea. By the way, the median annual salary is $208,000 a year, so at least you're getting compensated to be stressed. Number two, film and video editors. Okay, that I get. Median, that I get. Median annual salary only 62680 And if you are working in Hollywood, California, for that kind of money. <laughs> you're, you're not making enough to uh, no. to get by. No, you're not. Number three, anesthesiologist assistants, with a median salary of $121,530. They, know,
6: give me some of that stress for that money.
4: Well, you know, if you get stressed, <laughs> you just know, breathe deep. You can fix it yourself. Number four, judges and magistrates. Why would it be tough for a judge right now? Are they even seeing criminal cases? I mean, they, they just basically, you know, they they, they they ring them in and then they let them out on the street again. Number five, phone operators. Phone operators? Well, yeah, really? There's... We don't have many of those left, I wouldn't think. That's a Um, real
6: specialized skill. Phone operators provide
4: information to callers by accessing directories and assisting with a variety of tasks. When's the last time you called, you know, information? Four one (laughs) one. Been a long time. Number six, acute care nurses. Okay, I get that.
6: Yeah, now that one, that one, yeah, no
4: discussion there. That I understand. Number seven, obstetricians and gynecologists. Yeah, I could see how that could be stressful. What, delivering, you think delivering babies a walk in the park? Number eight, public safety telecommunicators—in other words, nine-one-one operators. My wife actually, for a while, trained for that, and she couldn't. She couldn't handle it. It's—it's. It's, you want to talk about stress? I'm you know, sure. You got some somebody on the other end of the phone, and there's there's gunshots going off, and they're you know, and they're screaming, and you got to figure out what the heck's going on. And never mind the calls about <laughs> the weird ones that you hear about. Number nine, first line supervisor of retail sales workers. And, and number ten nurse anesthesiologist where well, we got two
6: anesthesiologists I olog- yeah I can
4: say it again you know nursing in general I would think would be stressful I don't know what oh makes, yeah no I would I wouldn't make I don't know what it would make it more stressful to be in the anesthesiology department I guess the sheer knowledge if you don't mix the cocktail right then somebody might die maybe that that's all I guess that could be a little stressful time for traffic and weather together as we check out the drive once again here's cat Cortez.
5: We're going to head over to the accident on the North Sam Houston Parkway because that is causing delays on your westbound side as you approach Vickery Drive. It's backed up from 59 the East Tex Freeway. Let's take a look at the West Park Tollway, because it looks so good. No problems, no stalls. 10 minutes, 69 to Highway 6. And the Katy Freeway also looking great. Grand Parkway to downtown, it's 35 minutes. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-hour traffic center.
4: From our KTRH Generator Super Center, 24-hour weather center, mostly sunny to partly cloudy for today, right about 67. Then tomorrow on Thursday partly cloudy, about sixty-four. Both days. Right now, forty-two at your official severe weather station, News Radio seven forty KTRH. Oh yeah, Terry, I'm taking. I'm, looking, I'm
15: Just sitting here.
4: I'm spaced out on the clock here today. What time is it? Oh yes, it's time to talk to Terry. Well, I kind of I kind of rambled through that. I'll leave the details up to you because you're a good detail person.
15: Okay, thank you. Well, we got high pressure that's keeping us dry through Thursday. Probably the most important detail, the second most important, is our temperatures are going to stay mild through uh, Thursday with mid to upper 60s today and low to mid 60s tomorrow and Thursday. Really nice stretch of weather. Friday, that's the next chance of rain, 60% chance of getting wet. And Saturday, a 50% chance of showers and storms. It'll be just a little bit cooler, though, in the 50s, mid to upper 50s Saturday.
4: If you don't mind if I could ask you a little bit more specifically. specifically about saturday as far as the timing of those storms because i know saturday is kind of a big day at the airport for people starting to fly out because the kids get out of school for for the holiday break
15: well here's the thing it all depends on how fast that system that's bringing us the rain moves through it right now it looks like the bulk of the rain will be earlier in the day rather than later so if you have a later flight you may be in good shape but you also may be backed up because of potential delays earlier in the day
4: Fair enough. Right now, 42 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. Your commute,
3: your forecast, your news. It's Houston's Morning News, brought to you by
4: New South Window Solutions. Six of fifty of time here on uh, Houston's Morning News. Have you heard the, the rumor going around about who Trump might like to have as his vice presidential candidate? I, I think the reason why the, the rumors picked up a little steam is because uh, President Trump was on with Clay and Buck the other day and got asked about Tucker Carlson as his VP, and his and his answer <laughs> certainly didn't rule it out. We'll have some audio to share and reaction to it coming up next. First, though, we've got traffic and weather together as we check out the drive once again. Amber Sky, guy Mike, Cat Cortez.
5: Well, the accident is almost out of your way on the North Sam Houston Parkway, westbound approaching Vickery Drive. But in the meantime, it is still a bit slow from the East Tex Freeway. And speaking of 69, you know what? If you are coming in from New Caney, Roman Forest, Loop 494 to downtown, it is worth your while to jump on the HOV lanes. Because it's 19 minutes versus on the main lanes, it's going to take you 33 minutes. 45, the North Freeway looks good. 242 to downtown, it's about 41 minutes. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24 Hour Traffic Center.
4: From our KTRH Generator Super Center, 24 hour weather center, mostly sunny to partly cloudy, 67 today. And then tomorrow and Thursday, partly cloudy both days with a high temperature right about 64. Temperature right now is 42 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. We're checking out some of our top stories on this Tuesday morning. And again, today for Shara, here's Cliff.
6: Sponsored by Boost Infinite, the economic gaslighting of America by the Biden White House continues. A Houston Public Works executive is fired after a local television station exposed Raymond Romero was running a side business on top of the city job that paid him 145 grand. And a new Forbes survey says most Americans living paycheck to paycheck Expect to spend around the same this Christmas as they did last Christmas. Get the latest news anytime at ktrh.com. Our next update's at 7.
3: I live in Pasadena, Sharptown, Southwest. Next on the 10, time saving traffic on 740 KTRH.
4: Wondering what this is? This is Hail Columbia, which is the official vice presidential song. It's it's it 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 certainly is not of the excitement level of Hail to the Chief. (laughs) But then again, I guess it's not. It's the vice president, right? One of the most forgettable characters usually in politics, the vice president of the United States. But you know, there's been all this talk about who would be a Donald Trump running mate, assuming that he's not in jail and he has secured the nomination. Who might he want? Clay and Buck actually asked him about Tucker Carlson. Now, Tucker Carlson was on Megyn Kelly's show. So I've got the audio from both. First, you're going to hear what Clay and Buck asked and what President Trump said about Tucker as vice Vice president. And then Tucker himself responds to Megyn. So would Tucker Carlson be on your list of potential VPs? I
6: like Tucker a lot. I guess I would. I think I'd say I would because he's got great common sense.
11: Oh, I know you get asked this all the time, but I mean, if asked, would you serve?
20: Well, it's just it's just so unimaginable. I mean, I haven't led a life that prepares a person for politics. As as I said, I I don't think I have any like horrible skeletons or anything. Um, It's not that. It's just that that's not how my brain works. I've never done anything like that. I, I can't imagine spending time with politicians. I'm a total sucker for Trump. I think he's. You know, personally, I get along with Trump really well. If the closer mm-hmm. I am physically to Trump, like if I'm with him in the room, I always love Trump, and I think it's impossible not to. And you know the experience—he's just charming, okay, and, and he's yeah. funny as hell, and he's brave in his way. I think so. I really appreciate that, and I agree with fundamentally with his views. You know, maybe fewer wars, maybe have a border—like those are not crazy things—and I support them. And I'm appalled and terrified by the use of the DOJ to rig an election, which is what's happening now. So all those factors make me kind of psyched to vote for Trump. But serving in politics with anybody, I mean, that's just, that's a, it's a lot for me to think about because I, I just don't think I'm really suited for that. Wouldn't be anything for me
4: to think about. Not that I would ever have the chance. No, thank you. <laughs> I would take a pass. I can't, I can't even imagine that life. You, you you have to have a switch that most of us don't have. Um, You know, you really, you really have to have unbridled desire for power, I think, in order to be able to, go for something like that all right time for the timeline got another four pack of tickets to txu energy presents zoo lights at the houston zoo it's going on right now through january the 7th go anytime you want they have a dance party at the children's zoo plaza life-size animal lanterns throughout the zoo and a whole lot more Just tell us what year today's timeline's from.
22: I must say, after being here for two years and having the experience of the presidency... It
13: was December, and in a TV conversation on all three networks, Kennedy assessed his first years in office.
22: I must say that uh, I have a good deal of hope for the United States.
10: Good morning, George. Morning, James.
13: On television, the Jetsons were in their first season. What's
10: your name, Speedy? George J. Jetson. At the movies... But to remember was a sin to kill a mockingbird.
13: Gregory Peck starred in To Kill a Mockingbird and the big hit on the radio. Return to sender, on, oh. Elvis Presley's Return to Sender was number one.
4: What year was it? If you know, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-KTRH. Good luck.
17: More than once, actually.
11: Do
15: I have to say?
17: Yes, you do.
11: In the car
2: before my kid's PTA meeting.
1: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: I never win and tell.
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void rep prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: All right, we have ourselves a winner. That would be Laura in Houston, who knew the right year was 1962. Well done, Lori. You get a four-pack of tickets. For TXU Energy Presents Zoo Lights at the Houston Zoo, it's going on now through January the 7th. Enjoy and thank you for listening to Houston's Morning News.
3: This is News Radio 740, KTRH, Houston. Live everywhere with fire. The latest news, weather, and traffic from the Gallery Furniture Made in America studios.
4: It is 7 a.m. on Houston's Morning News. I'm Jimmy Baird. is off again today. She's back tomorrow. Cliff is in for her. Among our top stories, gaslighting your economic pain. It's not just the higher prices. It's dealing with more regulations. And coming up at 7:08, Lena staffers in court for the first time in more than a year. Details in the minutes ahead. You're in Houston's morning news. First, we're checking out that morning drive once again. Sky Mike is off again today. Cat is in for him.
5: 30 minutes added to your travel time on I-45, the Gulf Freeway, because we do have an accident. Two left lanes are shut down. It's northbound at 610 the South Loop, and you're slow from airport. On the Southwest Freeway, looks better. No major accidents or stalls. You're just slowing down. Northbound between Fountain View and 610, and we do have that accident on the North Sam Houston Parkway. Westbound approaching Vickery Drive. Almost out of your way. Not quite yet. It is slow from the East Tex Freeway. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast windows. 24 hours traffic center
4: from our ktrh top tax defenders 24 hour weather center for today mostly sunny to partly cloudy with a high temperature today right about 67 we'll get you an update on the forecast here talk to terry in about nine minutes at the weather channel right now it is 42 at your official severe weather station news radio 740 ktrh it is time now for the news. And for Shara today, here's Cliff Saunders.
6: Thank you, Jimmy. At 701, we're sponsored by Oop Steam Cleaning and our top story, the economic gaslining of America. Inflation coming
7: down, job numbers remaining strong, but people have got to feel it. And it's going to take time.
6: OMB director Shalanda Young on CBS trying to sell you that the Economic pain you're feeling is not quite real, but inflation is still well above the Federal Reserve stated goal of 2%. We'll find out exactly how bad it was in November in 28 minutes. Inflation is one thing, taxes another. The biggest burden, though, on your wallets? Regulation. Author Wayne Cruz says hidden regulatory costs add up to about $2 trillion a year.
8: And that breaks down at the household level of about 14000 a year. That's bigger than anything in the family's budget except
6: for housing. It's only gotten worse under Biden.
8: We've had the CARES Act, the American Rescue Plan, the Inflation Act, the Infrastructure Act, the Chips and Science Act. All of those big spending bills are also highly regulatory.
6: He wants Congress to demand accountability from the administrative state. As for the president himself, he was in Philadelphia talking to firefighters, telling the same old lies about what happened at his home some 20 years ago. It
24: also saved my home
6: and my wife's life. Except it was a minor kitchen fire that was put out in 20 minutes. The U.S. House expects to vote tomorrow to formalize the impeachment inquiry into Joe. We'll have much more on that coming up at 730. And with Biden's approval numbers at an all-time low... Top Democrats are divided over what his campaign strategy should be. Here's KTRH's Jeff Biggs. And Cliff, the consensus seems to be more Biden bubble wrap.
9: To protect him.
2: He is the president who has the lowest number of public press conferences, public briefings, sit down interviews with media outlets compared to Trump. And it's not coincidental. It's on an accident. And so they will continue to shield him from the media. And I think that is just going to be, you know, shooting themselves in the foot.
9: That is reporter Brianna Lyman who wonders, just like everybody else, come 2024, will Biden actually be the nominee?
2: You know, Democrats in their own party are questioning whether or not President Biden is to Trump. Biden is just simply too old and doesn't have all his scruples, right? So they not only have a problem with, OK, well, we can't pin this on Republicans, but then I have an internal fight of Democrats.
9: And no matter which
6: left-leaning poll you pick, they all have Biden losing in a rematch with Trump. Thank you, Jeff. Republicans on Capitol Hill so far denying the supplemental aid to Ukraine that Biden wants until he does something to fix the border. Texas Governor Greg Abbott hopes they don't cave.
9: The Republicans hold the power position right now. They better not relent it. Uh, they better hold fast uh, and make sure they do not
6: let up. Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky visits the White House today with his handout for more cash. The Senate breaks for the Christmas holiday next week. The mayor of Chicago has started filing lawsuits against the bus companies contracted by Texas to take illegals to their city. Operation Lone Star has sent more than 22,000 illegals to Chicago since last year. 704. Harvard University President Claudine Gay survives the many calls for her to step down, even after her testimony for Congress last week.
10: Free speech was, you know, a patriarchal uh, uh, thing of the past, but now suddenly they're all hanging on to free speech in order to justify their failure to do anything and say anything about people on campus who were calling for the
6: death of Jews. Legal scholar Alan Dershowitz reports say that Harvard has lost a billion dollars in donations over this. And as the fighting between Israel and Hamas continues, so to the anti-Israeli protests in the U.S. Large protests here in New
11: York rallied throughout the weekend and into Monday. The strike comes after the U.S. vetoed a United Nations Security Council resolution to stop the war on Gaza last week. Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., protesters there calling for a ceasefire chained themselves to the fence in front of the White House. Another group lay arm in arm across the floor of the Hart Senate office building.
6: That's Fox's Jackie Abanez and more anti-Semitic hate crime Connecticut police are investigating after a man hung a Palestinian flag on the city's menorah celebrating the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. It's 7.06. Despite inflation, 115 million Americans are expected to travel for the holidays. That's the second highest number on record and a 2.2% increase from last year. So if you're headed to an airport in the Lone Star State over the next two weeks, you'll have plenty of company.
12: Doug Shoup, spokesman with AAA Texas, says you will be in good company.
13: AAA Texas is projecting that 410,000 people in the Lone Star State will fly somewhere for the year-end holidays.
12: There are some strategies you can use to minimize the chances of disruption to your travel plans.
13: Early morning flights are less prone to delays and cancellations. Also, when booking your itinerary, look for non-stop flights to prevent getting stranded in a layover.
12: And perhaps his best tip, consider flying on Christmas or New Year's Day. I'm Stuart Nance, News Radio 740, KTRH. And
6: if you're planning to drive, gas prices across Houston are checking in this morning at $259 a gallon. That's only 10 cents cheaper than you paid last year, and about 80 cents more than you paid when Donald Trump was president. Finally, the Rockets beat San Antonio 93 to 82, and we'll host the Grizzlies tomorrow night. Coverage will start at 6 o'clock on our sister station, Sports Talk 790. In for Shara today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's news weather and traffic station, News Radio 740 KTRH. I live in the Heights.
16: I live in Spring. Kingwood.
3: Next on the 10, your faster commute on 740 KTRH.
4: Yeah, he, yeah, he's the cold of swing It's just about ready to do that thing I don't want no tears, I don't want no lies But all, I don't want no alibis 7 to our time here in Houston's Morning News so, he'll give you time. so, check out the wheels of justice here in Houston, Texas For Lena Hildago's staff They were in court yesterday Three, three of four former staff members The former chief of staff Former policy aide and former policy director this is all about steering a contract to a lone individual, you know, for millions of dollars in COVID outreach that wasn't qualified to be doing the job to begin with. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's it's part of the do we have a kickback situation thing going on. But the th- the thing you should know is it's been a year. First of all, since they've been in court. So a year later they're in court and you know what they were in court to do?
6: Pre-trial conference.
4: Pre-trial conference, yes, but the conference was because they changed some language. The meaning was to, they changed language
6: in the charges, yeah, in the
4: in the indictment against them.
6: They confused everybody about two weeks ago. Everyone said, "Oh, new charges!" No, 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 they no.
4: weren't new charges. No, they just update. They just changed a couple of words. Is all they did. It took us a year to get to this point where we're just, oh, we've updated the, the charges. And the the, the defense is claiming, this may tell you all you need to know about where this thing is going. The defense is complaining, you know, the the staffer's defense is complaining there's too much material to go through. (laughs) In other words, they got evidently three terabytes of evidence against these three.
6: These people have more excuses than God. Seriously. They got more excuses than, I mean... But then again, you have the former Turner aide, right, who had a sentencing date pushed back again. That's like nine times now. Sure. It's crazy.
4: Yeah. Yeah, there's clearly some preferential treatment going on here. Of course, you know, I, I can't say that there is such a thing anymore as a speedy trial, at least not in here in Houston. Seven ten. time for traffic and weather together. We're checking out the drive. Once again, here's Kai Cortez.
5: Well, we're going to take a look at the Katy Freeway. It's 45 minutes from the Grand Parkway to downtown. Speaking of 45, the North Freeway, if you're coming out of Woodlands, the Woodlands Parkway to 610, the North Loop is 34 minutes. And on the East Texas Freeway, coming out of Kingwood, Loop 494 to downtown, on the main lanes, it's 35 minutes. But if you jump on the HOV lanes, it's only going to take you 20. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-Hour Traffic Center.
4: From our KTRH Top Tax Defenders 24-Hour Weather Center, We've got Terry Smith. She's standing by, and yeah, this morning looks exactly like yesterday morning around this time, Terry.
15: Yeah, it's it's a nice start to our day. We got some sunshine, a little cool out there at the moment, but uh, we'll warm up slightly warmer than yesterday. Temperatures today mid-upper 60s, and uh, it stays dry and fairly mild tomorrow and Thursday. Low to mid 60s in the afternoon tomorrow and Thursday we got a storm that's going to bring us some rain over the weekend starting Friday, a 60% chance of getting wet, low to mid-60s Friday, and a 50% chance of showers and storms Saturday. Saturday is going to cool back down, mid to upper 50s for highs. Looks like a dry day Sunday, so outdoor plants this weekend may be in better shape by the end of the weekend.
4: Right now, 42 at your official Severe Weather Station, News Radio 740 KTRH.
3: It's Houston's morning news, brought to you by New South Window Solutions. Now, back to Jimmy and Shara with the info you need to take on the
20: day. Even if you don't, I still remember it all. You were my shelter from the rain
8: when it fall. I would call, but never came. I'm not perfect, but I swear I've
24: changed. I still hear your voice, it ricochets
6: off these walls. Give me the words and I'll explain why I faltered from grace. And for all I hold
8: the blame.
4: Just give me one more chance,
8: I'll fight the war. I'm
18: scared. First things. things first, I know this letter might be. Are we
4: afraid to, do, to fight 719 is suit time of here in Houston's morning news? Um, we seem to be afraid to write the uh, Huta. Which is a which is a group of you know loosely based terrorists, although they had that designation removed, I think, by this administration. But they're attacking our troops. Um, you know, they're kind of you know they're they're an Iran surrogate, and they're attacking our troops. Here's General Jack Keane talking about our seeming unwillingness to fight back.
24: They've issued sanctions against them. I, they're likely going to continue to use escorts to protect the commercial shipping in the area certainly we're taking defensive action you know to protect our ships and israel's taking action to protect itself but but clearly that that has been inadequate we all can see it uh, your board reveals it what has to be done is we have to go on offense and we have to escalate we have to uh, Take the risk to escalate to gain some dominance, not just over the Houthis, but over Iran, who's using all of their proxies in the region to do what? To weaken Israel? That's what Hamas and Hezbollah is all about, and also eliminate it as a nation-state eventually. The Houthis are part part of that, and certainly the Iranian-backed Iraqi proxies and Syrian proxies, as well as the Houthis, want to drive the United States military presence out of the region. We have to recognize that Iran is calling the shots here, and we have to escalate also to give them the warning that we're not going to tolerate that, and take some military action against something that they value. Reagan figured that out. He achieved escalation dominance. Trump figured that out. And now this administration has got to find the spine to do the very thing. Why don't they do it?
4: What? You, you already mentioned they got to find the spine. There ain't no spine. 721. Time a little traffic and weather together. By the way, Richard Rosso with more. Uh, for those who are worried about retirement, that's just about all of us. <laughs> more on that story coming up. First, though, Kat is here to fill in for Sky Mike.
5: It's getting rough on the south side, 288. We've got an accident with two right lanes blocked. It's going to be southbound at Southmore. You are backed up from 69 the Southwest Freeway. On the Gulf Freeway, better news. They did clear that accident northbound at 610 the South Loop. Still slow from airport and Clear Creek to downtown on the Gulf Freeway. On the main lanes, it's 50 minutes. But on the HOV, only 18 because you're getting around the clearing. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-hour traffic center.
4: From our KTRH, Top Tax Defenders 24-hour weather center for today, mostly sunny to partly cloudy, 67. And then tomorrow on Thursday, both partly cloudy, about 64 both days. Still sixty two at your official severe weather station. News Radio seven forty KTRH. We're checking out some of our top stories on a Tuesday morning. In for share again today. Here's Cliff.
6: Thank you, Jimmy. We're sponsored by Boost Infinite. A vote on formalizing the Biden impeachment inquiry is expected tomorrow in the House. The investigation continues after a Montgomery County couple was found shot to death yesterday. And a sign of the times, the woke times, Colorado. Lawmakers. They're working on a law to ban fat shaming. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 730.
4: What fat ass came up with that?
2: Inflation is impacting my holiday spending. Criminals
18: to remain on the street. The direction of the country. If
4: it matters to you, it matters to us.
3: News Radio 740. KTRH. I'll
18: be a man of the land. I'll be a man of the trees. I'll be a man. Wherever my woman will be, I won't be any captain's mate. I won't be
3: servant of the seas, 'cause because this pretty little woman is all I
17: need.
4: Oh, sounds so like you're going to be I'm homeless. Down. 7.23 is our time here on Houston's Morning News. You know, and, and that would be my great fear. We've got uh, a generation of people who are retiring, unprepared to retire. They're living on Social Security. They didn't save. There's not a the whole lot, I guess, they can do about it at this point, which is why I personally find the topic so frustrating. It's because we all know what we're supposed to do. It's just that we rarely do what we need to do to plan for our retirement. Richard Rosso joins us, financial planner. I you, you got to be just sick of hearing people talk about this over and over again, Richard.
19: Well, no, it's it's an it's a popular topic and yeah, there's a retirement crisis, right? <clears throat> Half of Americans behind on retirement savings, 50% of workers don't have a available retirement plan and it's even worse for Texans. So over almost fifty six percent of Texans are yet to save for retirement, and more than two thirds are dissatisfied with their current you know their funds that are available so you know it's a term it's a tumultuous kind of situation, and social security has become the pension so half of the population uh you know of seniors received at least fifty percent of their family income from social security benefits so uh Social security has become the pension. That we don't get, even though it wasn't designed as
4: such. No, it certainly wasn't. Um, here, here's what I wonder, and I realize I'm asking you yeah. to, to, to comment on, you know, the basic travails of being a human being and how humans think. But what do you yeah. think? What do you think a lot of people would be doing if there were no Social Security? If if there never was a Social Security Act? Um, that they didn't put that into place and, and it was your responsibility to save for your future. W- where do you think we would be? Would we be in the same place or someplace else?
19: There'd be a lot of Hoover towns around town. Maybe we can call them uh Jimmy Barrett. I'm not
4: suggesting that I'm just saying,
19: no, I mean, no, but I'm saying is I think it would be even more calamitous than it is right now. So, you know, it, it, all hope isn't lost. Keep this in mind. Um, People think that if they're in the 50s or 60s, it's too late. But anything you do is better than nothing. So you pay yourself first. That's a that's a primary rule, the foundational rule of savings, right? You take 2% to 5% of your salary. You put it away. I promise you, you will not even notice it. And then you'll stretch that muscle every year by putting more. So people say, why bother? Well, because you could be working another 10 years. And if you if you're working another 10 years, because that's one thing people are doing is working longer, that will at least provide something to you as opposed to you just giving up, which I find a lot of people decide to do yeah. because they don't say, I'm going to pay myself first and then everything comes after and get used to doing that at a young age. So that's the biggest problem. People feel like, you know, and then the the financial industry is the worst because they tell you, well, if you don't have two, five million dollars, well then forget it. And then you go, well, why bother? So, you know what? I have people that don't have anywhere near that number, anywhere in the vicinity or neighborhood of that number, and they have really good retirements. They put together a plan that works for them, Social Security, working a part-time job, no debt, very important, and they make it on much less. Yes. Financial services industry is just trying to sell you a bill of goods by telling you you need $5 million. Yeah, I would like $5 million, but it just makes you give up. Right, and no, you can't I, give up.
4: I think that's great advice, Richard. You, you really have to take a look. What What is my Social Security income? what What else do I have? Do I can that's I right. do a part time job? Would I actually enjoy? Right. Would I actually make me younger to keep a part time job? So I'm not sitting around good the good house boy. all day. Exactly. I'm going to Bucky's. So. <laughs> you aren't the only one. They pay good, and everybody loves them. Uh,
19: listen. I'll see you behind the fudge counter. <laughs>
4: I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be serving up the beef jerky. Thank you very much. No,
19: so, oh man, that smells good. But I'm saying that you can put it together. It's not this bucolic thing you see on television. Um, I agree. There's a way to do it.
4: And you thank you for so reminding. Thank you for reminding us about that. Yeah, Richard Rosso, financial planner, joining us. Seven twenty-seven. Time to take a, another look at your money. Joan Doniger is in this morning.
17: Well, Jimmy, if inflation really did cool as expected last month, and we will find out in just a few minutes. You might have to thank falling gas prices. They are expected to have brought headline inflation numbers down to 3.1% year over year. Wall Street is waiting for the report. S&P futures are up 9. NASDAQ futures 57. Dow futures up 118. And why would you want to spend New Year's Eve anywhere but Houston? It makes Wallet Hub's list of the top cities for New Year's celebrations. Coming in at number 17 between Seattle and Nashville. No, New York does not top the list. Orlando does. I'm Joan Doniger, Bloomberg Business on News Radio 740 KTRH.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
11: Lucky? In line at the deli, I
17: guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
3: News. news. Weather, traffic. Plus breaking news 24 7. This is News Radio 740 KTRH. Live everywhere with app. From the Gallery Furniture Made in America studios.
4: 731 our time. Houston's Morning News. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Chair is off today. She's back tomorrow. Cliff Saunders is in for her. Among our top stories this half hour, the House votes tomorrow on the impeachment inquiry. Hunter's lawyers want the gun charges dismissed. And coming up at 738, the Obamas are making movies They tell you not to trust white people. Details in the minutes ahead here in Houston's Morning News. First, let's check out their morning drive. Sky Mike's off again today. Pat Cortez is in for him.
5: We've got a big backup on 288 southbound at Southmore. It's due to a wreck. Two right lanes are blocked, and you're slow from 69 to Southwest Freeway. Speaking of which, 99 the Grand Parkway to downtown on 69, 38 minutes. If you jump on the West Park Tollway, Highway 6 to 69, it's 19 minutes. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-hour traffic center.
4: From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-hour weather center today, mostly t- sunny to uh, partly cloudy, should get up to about 67 for the high temperatures, probably the warmest day for this week. Uh, we'll get the rest of the week forecast when we talk to Terry Smith at the Weather Channel in eight minutes. Right now, it is 42 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. It's time for the news. In for Shara this morning, here's Cliff Saunders.
6: Thank you, Jimmy. 732, sponsored by Partners in Building. And our top story. I do think we're going to get enough Republican votes. There's a couple other people I
19: want to talk to. Uh, but I do think we'll get the Republican votes and be able to get all the info. We've
6: got a lot now, and I think it's compelling. The House Judiciary Committee Chair Jim Jordan right there with our own Sean Hannity. The House expected to hold a vote tomorrow that would formalize the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. But Fox reports Democrat Jamie Raskin is meeting behind closed doors with some Republicans trying to convince them to vote against this. Meantime, Hunter Biden's legal team wants the gun charges he's facing thrown out. Lawyers
15: for Hunter Biden asking a Delaware judge to dismiss the federal gun charges against him, claiming prosecutors violated a diversion agreement that would have allowed him to avoid felony charges. Also claiming special counsel David Weiss was unlawfully appointed to the post and cannot prosecute him.
6: That is Fox's Kristen Goodwin reporting. Hunter still is not committed to testifying for House Republicans behind closed doors tomorrow. The U.S. Supreme Court will expedite consideration of a petition by Special Counsel Jack Smith on whether former President Trump can be prosecuted for January 6th. He is uh, really focused entirely on trying Trump during this campaign and, po- and trying to convict him before the election. That's law professor Jonathan. Charlie Trump says he has presidential immunity. The former president's civil fraud trial resumes in New York today. Legal analyst Andrew Napolitano says the decision for Trump not to testify yesterday was a smart move.
10: Could ask him about January 6th, about the documents in Mar-a-Lago, about the so-called Rico case in Georgia, anything they want. That would be a very precarious situation for the former president to be in.
6: Napolitano on Newsmax. Closer to home, three of Harris County judges Lena Hidalgo's top staffers were in court yesterday. The case involving a COVID contract big rigging scheme will start in February. Mayor-elect John Whitmire is calling out Sylvester Turner for claiming violent crime in the city is going down.
20: They would tell us that public safety is headed in the right direction, using one year's statistics
6: with Meyer with our TV partner channel two it's 734 on KTRH as you drop your kids off at school the Spring Branch ISD passes a bathroom policy that keeps boys out of girls restrooms the woke crowd though calls it an attack on the trans community beware the dangers of social media Facebook and Instagram filters are fueling transgender delusions
7: for kids the hidden attack on young people Parents don't necessarily realize where it's coming from, why their child becomes dissatisfied with their appearance.
6: Political analyst Debbie Georgiata says parents need to confront this by talking about it.
7: Just an insistence on familiar interaction. Parents just, and, and actually parents openly talking about this issue, not just hoping their kids are not being lured into being down themselves.
6: In other words, dinner conversations without phones. 735 the november inflation report is out and as expected the year over year number for inflation is at 3.1 percent now that is still well above where the fed wants it at two percent consumer prices rising 0.1 percent in november another report finds that more than half of you are behind on your retirement savings so what about here in texas Here's KTRH's Jeff Biggs.
9: Yeah, Cliff, the study found that over half of Texans haven't even started saving for their retirement.
21: Compared to the rest of the nation, Texans are woefully unprepared for retirement, according to the survey done by the Forex.com.
9: That is Texas-based financial planner Bill Dendy, who says even though the Texas economy is doing great, there is still the Biden economy.
21: There are a lot of challenges to becoming successful retirement. For many people, it's because we can't think of this potential future retirement when we're having a challenge balancing the budget today, when every dollar is already spoken for, just the challenges of meeting today's requirements. Over 70% of
9: Texans say they are dissatisfied with their current retirement fund.
6: Thank you, Jeff. Economists put the chances of a recession next year at 50%. Now that same NABE survey also says GDP will only grow at 1% throughout 2024. And there's this, pending home sales are at their lowest levels in
14: 22 years. There are no signs that that's going to get better sales began to decline last year when the interest rates took off.
22: It's the shock of going from two and a half percent to a few weeks ago it was eight percent. So quickly a large amount of the younger generations never seen rates like these.
14: Ronnie Matthews of the Great American Title Company says institutional buyers have hurt the market too but there's pathways to recovery and it starts with the rates. If we could get down in that sixth range and kind of stay there I think that allows people to save, allows them to make a move. He says though we'll like likely never see those sub-4% rates ever again. Andre Perard, News Radio 740, KTRH. And as
6: you head to work, consider this, you could lose some benefits because of the economy. Glassdoor's Daniel Jow says commuter assistance could be among the cuts.
23: There are a lot more employees who are remote or at the very least hybrid, and some of these benefits that might have helped to draw people into the office are likely not as much of a priority today.
6: Well, at least your base pay is not going to get cut. And finally, Texans quarterback CJ Stroud is in the NFL's concussion protocol, so we don't know if he's going to be able to play on Sunday at Tennessee. In for shower today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's News Weather in Traffic Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. Woo-hoo! Texas
7: Lottery!
3: This is Houston's Morning News with Jimmy Parrott and Shara Fryer.
14: Bunter, lieben, lauten, loben.
25: Fly for a white
4: guy. 738 our time here on Houston's Morning News. Did you know that um, Barack and Michelle Obama, the former president and first lady, have a film production company?
6: I'm not surprised.
4: The name of the company is called Higher Ground Productions. They produce documentaries and quote-unquote high-end movies.
6: High-end? What is a high-end movie?
4: Expensive talent. Oh. You know, like Julia Roberts, for example. They got a movie out called Leave the World Behind which throws a black and white couple together during a massive cyber attack it's kind of like a sci-fi film kind of a thing and one of the things that at least some conservative observers at the american thinker noticed about it is it's got some lines in there which kind of seem divisive as far as you know kind of pitting people against one another based on race um There's a line in the movie at one point where a black woman says to another black character, I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be doled out easily to anyone, especially to white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. Mm. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. You know, the continual separation and division and all those kinds of things that we've grown used to is a big part of the Democrat playbook at this particular point. And, of course, there's a great example how you can work it into entertainment, get your DEI in there through the entertainment, and just kind of keep working it.
6: Is there any shock to this, that the Obamas would have something to do with
4: mm, None. Okay. Only only that probably a lot of people would know that that movie, which stars Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke, is produced by them. 7.40, time for traffic and weather together as so we check out that drive once again. Pat is in this morning for Sky Mike.
5: Well, let's check on the Gulf Freeway because we've got good news. They did clear that accident northbound is 610 the South Loop. Now you've just got about a 12-minute delay and a bit slow from airport. Coming in on the Katy Freeway, Barker Cypress to the 610 West Loop, 23 minutes. And on 290, the Northwest Freeway, 1960 to 610, 25 minutes. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-Hour Traffic Center.
4: From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-Hour Weather Center, mostly sunny to partly cloudy, looks like about 67-14 today terry smith and i'm just kind of wondering is this as good as we're going to do this week
15: it's as warm as i think we'll see this week but uh tomorrow and thursday it's only slightly cooler so uh, i'm personally very uh in happy about the weather we've got through thursday i like the fact that it's sunny we can all manage our day without too many problems we can bring some rain though for friday and saturday that's where the big change is mid to upper 60s today low to mid 60s tomorrow and thursday so it's comfortable Friday, we got some rain. 60% chance of rain, low to mid 60s Friday. Saturday, we got rain and it's cooler. 50% chance of showers, maybe some storms, and mid to upper 50s for highs on Saturday.
4: And right now it's 43 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH.
3: What you need to know for the day ahead. This is Houston's Morning News, brought to you by New South Window Solutions.
4: The, or did they think that Hillary will work? I I don't understand that. Why Why they would think that um, bringing out Hillary Clinton would help Joe Biden in any way, shape, or form? That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, <laughs> but they're doing it evidently. Here's uh, Jesse Waters on the Five talking about it. She- Hang on, It went and skipped ahead on me here. Just a second, let me find that cut for. Things were going so well here today too. One more time for Jesse Waters. She knows how to lose to Donald Trump. (laughs) I wouldn't be asking her for
1: much advice. She probably leaks that she's going to be taking a bigger (laughs) role in the campaign. She held a nice fundraiser at Chappaqua (laughs) and she placed this in Politico. I don't know what really
13: she adds, but you're right. I think the Biden campaign is in deep, deep trouble, Uh, not only losing By four to Trump, but by how many? 17
6: to Nikki. And if you look at those numbers, you know, she goes up a little over to 51 more than Trump. But a lot of that deterioration are Democrats
13: not voting for Joe Biden, and voting for Nikki Haley. And if you have the Hunter situation, which is still percolating, you don't know how that's going to shake out. And the
1: uh, Oracle of Omaha dumping all his stocks in the first three quarters. Something could be not
4: very good around the corner. Let's hope not, but he's probably right. 7.50, time for traffic and weather. Together, we're checking out the drive once again. Here's Kat.
5: Well, we're checking out 610 the North Loop because it's very slow westbound between 69 to East Tex Freeway in Fulton. You're looking at a 15-minute delay. On 290, looks good. No major accidents or stalls. And if you're coming in on the Katy Freeway, Barker, Cypress to the West Loop, it's just 23 minutes. I'm Kat Cortez in the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows 24-hour traffic center.
4: From our KTRH generator super center, 24-hour weather center, uh, partly cloudy to mostly sunny. Today, 67. Then partly cloudy tomorrow and Thursday with a high temperature of both days about 64. There's some rain chances late in the day on Friday into Saturday. And um, we'll let the forecast percolate a little bit and see if it stays that way. Right now, temperature is 43 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. We're checking out some of our top stories on this Tuesday. In for Shara, here's Cliff.
6: Thank you, Jimmy. We're sponsored by DNM Auto Leasing. Inflation still sticky. Prices were up zero point one percent in November. The year-over-year year number three point one percent. Another Biden administration fail. Kamala Harris's husband Douglas Emhoff is getting blasted on social media for getting the story behind the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah wrong. By the way, Emhoff is Jewish, and Shohei Otani of the LA Dodgers is deferring. Are you ready for this one, Jimmy? He got a $700 million contract from the Dodgers, right? Yeah. yeah. He's deferring $680 million of it. So he's going to get $2 million a year for the next 10 years, and the rest of it he'll get down the road. Smart man.
4: Smart man, I guess. We need that kind of agent. Well, it's not that. Is I mean, that's his own personal planning? See, he's look. He's actually thinking. You know, maybe I, maybe I better make sure I have some money when you know, I'm done playing.
6: He's saving for retirement. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at eight o'clock.
4: Call Richard Rosso.
6: What's now? now? Right now.
3: What's next in the coming weeks? What's history? I understand what's happening. It's what matters on News Radio seven forty KTRH. Pass out at three.
19: Wake up at 10, go out to eat, then do it again. Man, I love college. Hey. I love drinking.
21: Hey. I love women. Hey. Man, I love college. But I like to protest.
4: Seven <laughs> fifty-three is our time.
21: What
2: I from
3: school,
4: but... The uh the protesting is from a relative I think we need to remember this, you know. We we get very upset about the the uh, Pro Hamas protesting going on in college campuses. The good news is this is a relative, relative handful in, in most cases. Not all, but in most cases, is a relative handful of students compared to the general population of the university. But it's still a bit upsetting. And it's certainly upsetting still a lot of people what happened with those three professors from Harvard, MIT, and Penn testifying in front of Congress. The one from Penn has been forced to resign. Evidently, the one from Harvard definitely going to keep her job but here is a, here's some thoughts from Greg Gutfeld on all this.
25: So when the presidents of Harvard, MIT and the University of Pennsylvania are exposed as dumb, dumber and dumbest, it's a great day for all of us. In case you missed it, these three leading educrats were grilled like bratwurst at a tailgate by Congress last week on the issue of genocide. Yet somehow Curly, Moe and Larry just couldn't find their way to renounce it. You know, because standing against mass murder can be a tough call. You know, it's like they were being asked to define a woman. (laughs) As you know, the president of UPenn has already stepped down. It's a start, but the other two are hanging around like a fart in Kilmeade's private elevator. (laughs) Yes, private elevator and stomach issues. Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, issued a supposedly clarifying statement that was about as clear as IKEA directions to assemble a spaceship. And it's likely not the only crap she's going to have to answer for. According to a report from researcher Chris Rufo. Gay plagiarized sections of her Ph.D. dissertation in 1997. If true, while on her path to become head administrator, she violated the school's policy on academic integrity. Does it matter? Well, it didn't back then. I wonder
4: why. Uh,
25: DEI, perhaps. Probably,
4: no doubt. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. If she were, I mean, is it unfair to ask the question whether or not she would have been asked to step down if she were anything other than a minority? If you know, so far, so far, just the white president has stepped down. Although the the MIT president, in fairness also also white. So <clears throat> the conversations continue about what to do with these professors see this is something that um you know it has got to have these universities worried and and thank god it does because the one thing that that happens is money does talk and we do know that hundreds of millions of dollars have been on the line at all of these universities in donations now maybe harvard thinks they don't need that money or or that their that their uh alumni will not pull the money But clearly Penn was worried about it and they made, they made some corrections right away. Listen, y'all have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow morning, bright and early at five. Shara will be back tomorrow morning and I'll see you this afternoon at four on AM 950 KPRC.